Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Chat. Tonight, we have so much to discuss from a temporary chance recast on The Young and the Restless to the Kelly Clarkson show being shut down due to positive COVID test. But before we get into everything, let's say hello to our co-host. Alan, how are you? I'm great. I don't have COVID. I'm still alive, so that's wonderful. Wonderful. Congratulations. And Tiggs, how are you? I'm fabulous because I know how to stay my ass at home and wear a mask. Rodrigo, how are you? I'm doing great, Casey. COVID-free, you know. <laughs> you know how it is. You guys are just in a very petty mood tonight, like usual, and I love it. <laughs> um, before we get into the temporary chants uh, on Young and Restless, and before we get into Kelly Clarkson, um, let's just talk about something quite shocking that happened, uh, something quite unexpected. Uh, General Hospital snuck in a recast. <laughs> um for the role of Lucas on um, a recent air show, it was revealed that Ryan Carnes is no longer playing the role and that, oh, what's that baby's name? Um, Alan, what's his name? The new guy. Matt, Matt, Trudeau. Matt, is Matt Trudeau. Yeah, Matt Trudeau. Here we go, Matt Trudeau. Big sexy. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, Rodrigo, calm down. <laughs> so, Alan, we'll start with you here. What do you think of the new Lucas and GH's decision to secretly recast the role? I'm really fine with it. Matt is very blowable, and Ryan was nothing special at all. He's just a very basic white guy, and I didn't, I didn't really care about him at all much. The only thing that any, any value fan was the name of Lucas. And remember that he left a show in like 2005, right before they had Lucas come out, allegedly, because it was born in TV Guide, because he didn't want to do typecast as gay. Because remember, he did the Eating Out movie, and he has a desperate house for his gay. He didn't want to do a third gay role. That's why he left the first time. So I've always been peeved about that. I've always judged him for that. And so fuck him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Tiggs, what do you think of the new Lucas? I haven't got to the episodes yet, but y'all said he played Lucas back in 2002, 2003. I, I don't well, remember. That was, so. that, that was a rumor. That was a rumor. That, no, this is a new man. This is the oh, new guy. Oh, I was going to say, because all I remember yeah. was the boy that played Lucas, Ben Hogeston, and Ryan Carnes. I don't remember nobody else. Um, I, I think it's kind of homophobic. How y'all going to recast the gay person don't tell nobody? Mm-mm. That ain't cute. I mean, all they did was bring him back because, you know, Julian's finna die, so they needed Lucas there to spit on his grave one last time, and they probably ain't gonna see him no more. But if they did want to actually invest in the character, can Felix get some dick, please? You know I, he I liked white know men. Felix was still a character on this damn show. <laughs> what you mean, oh, yeah, you, you know he was, over there playing, he was over there playing nursemaid to Mike's dying ass. Mm -hmm. Nursemaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. 
Um, but we so, know he like white men. He's with that talk show host. Okay, Give thank you. You good? <laughs> yeah. So, Rodrigo, Daytime Confidential also reports that this, uh, they're hearing this is not a temporary recast. Um, so, what would you think if Lucas was made a more permanent fixture? Uh, first off, I, I like the character of Lucas. Um, I think Ryan Carnes, you know, he did an admirable job in the role, but I just don't get what the whole hoopla is on Twitter. Everybody's all upset and they love Ryan Carnes. It's so funny on so Twitter, like, ain't nobody was talking about Ryan Carnes for months. Like, he hasn't been a part of any story since the Wiley fallout. And, you know, Frank just snuck this new actor in out of nowhere and, like, just took everybody by surprise. And, I don't know, maybe, like, I think it's a nice, like, change. I mean, do we always have to get casting news? I mean, we could just watch one day and then, you know, you get a new recast, this new character comes in that we didn't know was supposed to come. So I think that generated a lot of buzz on Twitter because everybody was like, oh my God, this is Lucas, what happened to Ryan? But who is this big sexy man on the screen? I mean, him and Kelly Monaco look alike. They look, they look like brother and sister. So like, that was good casting right there. And I mean, he did an admirable job. He's good to look at. I mean, he can act, um, but I'm hearing, I mean, Brad is back next week, I hear, and, you know, there's rumors that Felix is, you know, they're going in, but let's try and go with Brad, Lucas, and Felix again, like what they should have done years ago. Um, I don't mind it. I'm not offended by it. GH is hot right now, so... Just because they recasted Lucas, I mean, they're getting set up, they're setting up William DeVry's exit as Julian, and the pieces are there right now, and, you know, I, I don't mind it. So if they want to invest in Lucas this time around, they got a good recast on their hands. We don't know what happened with Ryan Conn. They've never, they've never even revealed, like, is, does he have another job? Was he not asked to come back? So we don't know what goes on behind the scenes with these soap operas. All we do is merely speculate because, you know, they're not releasing any news. So I don't know if that's something that Frank and ABC are doing intentionally or I don't know, but I don't mind the recast. I don't, I'm not one of those fans that are upset and want to blame Frank for another thing that's wrong, but it is what it is. The show must go on. So there must be a reason why they recast it. They want to take the character in a new direction, which, you know, soaps have done for years. So I don't mind at all. I don't care. Well, and also, you know, I've never minded when a recast like this happens, because if Ryan had been there consistently since he debuted as Lucas, it would be a different thing. You know what I mean? But there's been so much on and off that, it really doesn't matter who plays Lucas as long as they're a good actor. Um, so yeah, a recast for me doesn't hurt with this. Um, but anyway, before we move on, D has now joined us. Miss D, how are you? Fine. Good. <laughs> uh, so what are your thoughts on the recast Lucas on General Hospital? As usual, I have to play the token fucking straight on this goddamn show. Fucking each every one of you hoes. Ryan Carnes is fine. 
The only reason why he wasn't on is because Frank is a big old petty bitch and keeps taking him off. Some of us love Lucas. Lucas is fucking fine. We loved Brad. We loved Lucas. I like Ryan Carnes. You know what? He can get it. Anyone that says that he can't get it is lying to himself or is not as gay as they thought they were. I'm just saying. So on behalf of all of the people on Twitter that are upset, we are upset that we have not seen him since the baby switch. And apparently y'all follow the wrong people because there are people consistently asking for Brad and Lucas back. Y'all just aren't paying attention because y'all don't want to fuck him. Back to you, Casey. No, no don't get me wrong. Look, I... No, I never said Ryan wasn't fun. sitting here like anybody can play Lucas. You know, when anybody can play anybody on that show, we've already proved that shit. There's nobody irreplaceable except for maybe Jeannie and Mara. That's it. I'm being real honest. But, but at the same time, you get used to a person. You like an actor. You want to see that actor. We have been asking for him consistently to come back. And you know, I'm campaigning to get Brad. If it is. You know, yes, it was quite stupid that the baby switch revolved around Laura Wright's Emmy reel. Even though I love Laura Wright, you know, I don't get why Carly had every single scene when it wasn't Carly's story. Because that's you what know? she and does. Yes, She's like Brooke Logan, except for instead of a voracious vagina, it's her big old mouth sucking up everything. That's why. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yes, you know, my thing is, is that with Ryan Carnes, if this was a Frank thing, not going to say it was, not going to say it is, then, you know, that that's really stupid. But if it was a Ryan thing where he didn't want to come back, then that's also him. You know, we really don't know what it was. Um, but it's par for the my, course, though. Look at when Brittany it, left it and all of a sudden, right. yeah. Val had it. Val, you know, Valerie, she showed up on screen. Yeah. Whenever somebody leaves, they always recast. Uh, look at Jordan sucking up all of our airtime. Every time somebody leaves, they bring in the recast. <laughs> going on since Jill Farron Phelps. I'm mean, just saying, every time they there leave. There was no reason Prince, why Sandra D. Robinson Ferguson had to play Felicia. There was no reason why, you know, anybody but frank real petty with it though and there's a consistency going whenever somebody tries to go out and does something that does not revolve around that hospital show then the next thing you know they're gone and their replacement who's a sorrier actor than the one that they replace comes in sucking up storylines it's consistent it's just tiring it's very very frustrating and he's getting the brunt of it but this is what frank does it's par for the course do you have anything else to add? <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started. Y'all better leave my man alone. <laughs> Obviously, I'm no, not talking about Frank. I love Ryan Cards, and like I said, nobody uh, can rock a cardigan like he can. Um, Ryan, don't listen to them. They, I know you don't listen to this show, but don't listen to them. They said you're replaceable. Okay, as usual, I'm the only person defending people up on here. Well, All the other trash. Yeah, come on now. Come on. Well, now. I saw trash. this big. All I saw this big strapping buck Lucas. I was like, oh my god, they they went. I know what I know went, exactly oh, where damn. y'all went. <laughs> I know went exactly whole, where y'all they went. They went in a whole new direction with this Lucas. I was like, oh my god, he's three he's three he's foot dead. taller. He's taller than Ryan Cards. He got these big muscles. Okay, and I'm sure and he's like, got oh a few. God. Other thing. Oh, Lord, here we go. Lord. But you know, the thing about. They didn't even have a voiceover. The role of 
Lucas is being played no, by. He was just gone. They just said. They were like, oh, 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 Lucas, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, this is Sam. This is Sonny. Skip the Lucas recast. This is Laura. This is Ava. Come back. Oh, Miss Lucas. <laughs> anyway, so um, another casting thing that happened at General Hospital is Brianna Lane has wrapped up her temporary stint as Brooklyn uh, Quartermain. Um, the role that was, of course, uh, brought back with Amanda Sutton. Um, she went on uh, leave and Brianna stepped in. Um, but anyway, Tiggs, what do you think of Brianna wrapping her stint? And do you think another soap should pick her up? I do. Like, um, who the hell that says she, she could be, <clears throat> excuse me, she could be Heather Stevens on YNR. She could be Stephanie on Days. Like, hell, like Brian, uh, Alan said, they could bring her back to GH. Hell, I'll take her as Lulu with a, you know, light her hair up a little bit. Serena Baldwin, like, she's good. And GH pulls that shit anyway. I'll take her as anybody. She's mm -hmm. good. No, I don't want to. No, I'm sorry. You mm -hmm. know, no. That, no I don't want another. I don't want another Chloe Lanyard. Um, no. I hate do that. I don't that like... is one of the biggest things killing daytime in my life. Well, I hate what... Ooh. But see, the difference with Chloe Lane is, like she, did, she did good on one episode. On one episode, and we all wanted her back, and then we got stuck with Nail. This girl been kicking ass for three, four months. We? Who is this we you speak of? <laughs> oh, well. Gee, oh, my you know, God. Like I said, like, like I said <laughs> let's... um. Let's go to Rodrigo on this. Rodrigo, um, what do you think of Brianna departing? And what do you hope happens oh. with um, Brooklyn moving forward as Amanda comes back from her maternity leave? I am, first of all, I love Amanda Sutton. So when I, I heard that, you know, she's being temporarily cast, I was like, okay. But Brianna Lynn came in there and just... She's one of the best temporary recasts I've ever seen on daytime. I mean mm -hmm. that wholeheartedly. She came in there. She played with the big boy, the big, the, the big players up on that set with Wally Curve, Lisa Lo Cicero, uh, Jay, uh, James Patrick Stewart. All the, she just went in there and just did her thing. And they dressed her the way that Brooklyn is supposed to be dressed. They had her acting the way Brooklyn's supposed to be acting. And I enjoyed her. I enjoyed her stint. I enjoyed her last episode because, spoiler alert, Brooklyn pulled out a pregnancy test, so she may be pregnant with Valentine's baby. And so, oh, poor Amanda said, she just came back from maternity leave. They didn't have to come, have her come back <laughs> all pregnant, with a pregnant Brooklyn. But I'm looking forward. It's uh, a great she's part setup. of the Quartermain family. She can tumble down the Quartermain stairs. It's right. a tradition. Right. <laughs> But it just goes back to again a Cassadine and a Quartermain made it like that just brings it back to the history of the Cassadines and the Quartermain. I love that little twist. That's child, he ain't a Quartermain. Valentine's real last name is Jackson. Child. <laughs> well, he's not a Cassadine no more. I forgot he's a Lena's baby. Uh, so um, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. Excuse oh. me. I'm sorry. Uh, but it was a good setup for her to. You know, the part, and when Amanda comes back, uh, it just brings a whole new direction to the character. But Brianna did a great admiral. I just loved her stint as Brooklyn. Um, 
And she's got a lot of kudos from a lot of her cast members. The fans loved her. Uh, so I hope she does end up on another soap. She, I mean, she's another soap would be lucky to have her. So like take the other Stephanie Johnson on days or Heather Stevens or shit. They could bring it back on. They can, uh, I don't even want to say bold. No, I won't put on that show. But um, days... <laughs> wow, <laughs> just I wow. I don't want to do. I don't want to do that to that baby. I don't want to do it to that baby. No, Brad be having her on a three month line. She'd be gone. Um, so I know no. who she could play though. But yeah, you're right. They would have her in and out. Out in like two seconds. So no, um, no. Like days. Oh, day. Ron can. Ron can get her on days as Stephanie. That she would be hot on that show. But she's a force. I, I I really enjoyed her stint. So. Oh, hell, she could be Teresa, because we don't like Jen Lily no more, right? Oh. Yeah, she could be Teresa. Yeah, she's she a good as Teresa. I didn't think about that one, yeah. I would love her coming back to um make Brady's light tail with a little tater tie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh, imagine her and Stacey Hydu going at Oh, okay. I can see that. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I could because oh. yeah. again, she holds her own so very well. Like she, she is truly a force to be reckoned with, and I think in such a short time, she really grew as an actress. Like when she first came on, look, I'm gonna admit it, I didn't like her, but after two weeks, shit, she showed me something else. I mean, she really came to party, and she did great. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, Alan, when I saw you say um, Heather Stevens, I thought that was really interesting. Um, I could definitely see her as Heather on Y&R. Um, mm. I think it would be nice to have Heather back, you know, and I don't know, she and Phyllis can interact um, because of the whole Daniel thing. Oh, um, bitch fest. Yes, exactly. Oh my God, she and Michelle Stafford just going back and forth would be especially amazing. if it was something where you know Heather cheated on Daniel and he dumped her or whatever. You already know Phyllis would be ready to whip her face off as soon as she sees her. We <laughs> always recast Daniel as well because I don't think Matthew Ratsy would be willing to come back four times. He's always playing, always playing the bad guys and prime time shows. That's true. Now. So that's not true. That's not. Oh, that'd true. be fine by me. I never liked Michael Grove day in a row. I'm gonna need before. you to. I'm gonna need you to be. I'm gonna need you to be quiet and get off my man. There you go again. And I always I'm, thought, I always okay, Michael Grove day pushes it a little too far. I'll agree with you on Ryan cards that. But Michael Grazade, really? You never liked Michael Grazade? Tiggs ain't got no damn what? taste. No. That's what that's no. saying. Tiggs ain't got no goddamn taste. No, Michael you know Grosse. what? No, he's a good actor. Thank you. He's a good actor, but. It was just the writer for Daniel. Daniel was always a sanctimonious asshole. <laughs> so I just never really liked Daniel either. He was so, on that okay. counteract Phyllis since but his you, mother. You got to was... change what you said there because mm. so you didn't like the character because we got to state here that Michael Grazade was one of the best actors. Best actors on that show. That one of the best. No, but he's a good actor, but I still didn't, I didn't care for him like that. I mean, he was sanctimonious. I mean, him and Amber were okay, but I didn't like her with Lily, and, and I didn't like oh, her. Are you crazy? <laughs> are you crazy? That was Lily's best parent, Tix. Put her your best. go sit in the corner. Get in the corner. Get her in the corner parent, now. Really hot. Her best parent and best storyline that was you ain't even her, like... and, 
her and Daniel went on the run, and then yes. all that shit was going down. And then went, oh, and when Daniel and Cassie got into that car accident, oh, yeah. When that they was- showed that classic that episode, mm-hmm. when they showed the classic episode of Phyllis and Drusilla going after those two kids, <laughs> and Phyllis was like, oh, you're not going to come after my son. And Drusilla was like, well, you're not going to come after my daughter. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. And it all got ruined because he couldn't stay off a of porn hub. Yeah. Oh yeah, Remy had the porn addiction. Don't oh, mention yeah. that story <laughs> ever again. <laughs> Acting just like Alan, just a mess. So. Every time that story is brought up, oh my god, that's, that's the stupidest. But, but that's the what, stupidest yeah. story ever. Ever. I, I, yeah, I, I'll take Lily and Daniel all day over that fucking cane. So. I, I was like, I was like, you better come correct, dude. You want to stuck with boy? But I like, I feel that like Daniel was just a, a, a prick. I, just, like, <laughs> I feel like with, she. I mean, when you have a when you have a mother like Phyllis, how is she supposed to be acting? He's you supposed have to, to do the opposite. And then look at his history. Look at his look history. At his dad. Look at his dad. He oh, acts whenever, like his dad. Okay. Towards Phyllis, that yeah. was fine by me. He acts just, like yeah, just like his daddy. Look at the history, Daniel. Okay. To Brianna Lane here, bringing it back to Brianna. Um, you the one that went down this road. I know. I didn't expect Tiggs to say something stupid. Um, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yes, I think she's more needed on Y and R, though. I think Days has more than enough of those, you know, legacy characters on the canvas. Um, I think Wyandar could really benefit from more of a legacy pull on the canvas. Um, but Alan, what do you hope uh, happens with Brooklyn moving forward? Um, what just happened is when she comes back, she's going to be pregnant with Ellen's baby, and she's probably going to try to pass the baby off as Chase. So that's going to predict is going to happen. It's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of story. That's what I'm predicting. What about you? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, sorry, D. What about you? We're <laughs> <laughs> all which which you are you referring to? Sign language behind a podcast. <laughs> Honestly, I think nine chances out of ten, if she does end up pregnant, she's going to tell Chase, and Chase is going to pretend to be the dad so that Valentine doesn't get the kid, and then they're going to fall in love. That's what I'm predicting is going to happen. I don't think she's going to try to play because Chase is a stupid. I mean, he's cute, but he's not dumb. He would know that that's not his kid. So I feel like he would do the honorable thing, which would be another one in the face of, um, what's her face? The one whose name I can't even remember. Oh yeah, Willow. Because remember when he like, (laughs) (laughs) you remember when, (laughs) you remember when he just completely froze up and you can tell his nutsack just constricted when she thought she was (laughs) pregnant and the look on his face. So, can you imagine how Willow would be acting if he is acting like Brooklyn's baby daddy? She would lose her shit and it would be worth it. It would be so worth it. I would pay to see that. They gotta get Chase and something else because, you know, I'm doing the same thing as Tiggs. I'm catching up. And I am so tired of Josh Swickard. And maybe this will change as I get closer to the air date. But I'm so tired of Josh saying Janelle. 
Benson. It's like you dated her. You don't need to call her Janelle Benson every day. I love, but I love when he called her Janelle. I don't know. I why. do too. Yeah, he called her government name. name. He called her by her government name. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well, you Tim's especially when like, oh, he can pull my hair. Especially if you don't, especially you don't like nobody, you call him by their government name. I sure do. Casey Hutchison. No, it's a rapper. Let's go back. No, in the words of Agnes Nixon, you are all my children. But they've I'm set fine up, with Chase now. The minute he became Jackie Templeton's son, I've been fine with him ever since. Yeah, I still can't do with that damn I've been fine with him. I just want him somewhere else. But they've set up a good Chase and Brooklyn parent because before Brianna left the role, they <clears throat> established Chase and Brooklyn's friendship. She was staying at his house and he was very concerned about her. And they've had their talks together. And then she's the one that found out that Chase was lying about uh, sleeping with Sasha so that Willow and Michael can get custody of my, of Wiley and all that mess. And so they've developed a good friendship with each other. So I think it's a good setup for when Amanda comes back in the role that Chase and Brooklyn would, you know, would team up together. So just Chase, uh, spoiler alert for today's episode, all the shit blew up today. Ooh, Baby. Jesus, so good. Jesus is so good today. I hate so that good. I'm a month behind. It's so like, good. It is oh. so good right now. Y'all Guys, don't even I understand. November sweeps in on in Port Charles, they are doing some real November sweeps. We've been telling you. <laughs> we've been telling you. Somebody we've been telling you. Remind me, um, because didn't Brooklyn have some sort of past with the guy Mark Lawson was playing? Yeah, Dustin. Yeah, Dustin. Yeah. Yeah. D, what was their past connection? I can't remember. He was like the songwriter or something. He was writing songs for her. He did something, something flowy and yeah. flowery, and she wasn't man. En- he wasn't man enough for her. So you already know what time it was. That's it. That was done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was basically nothing. It was just come really. up for literally broke up for a minute. That was Brianna what it was. Lane just had to do the face acting because of the throat slit, and every time. Uh, Mark Lawson and Lizzie Spaulding would come in there. She was like, get the fuck out. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I hope another soap does snatch her up. Um, but let's move on here and talk about uh, Jeopardy. So what's interesting about Jeopardy is, of course, you know, our last episode was dedicated to Alex Trebek. Uh, may he continue to rest in peace. Um, but people are already kind of divided on if Jeopardy should just go off the air or if there should be a replacement host. Uh, Tiggs, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think anybody should replace Alex Trebek? Yes. Look, damn it, people don't realize, we understand, it's show business. And, and even Alex himself wouldn't let the show just go off the air. As long as it's still making money, it needs to keep on making money. So yes, just replace him. LeVar Burton is at the top of my list. And I was just going to go to Steve Alan Harvey, on I that. went to Karate Chop. <laughs> um, so Alan, many people have joined in the petition signing to get LeVar Burton as Alex's replacement. Um, what do you think of that? He's been really good because people respect him, like him. He's known to everyone. He promotes reading, reading and literacy. So he'd be a good host. My choice would low would be Rachel Maddow. I don't know it would be feasible, 
with her schedule with MSNBC. But I think she'd be really good. I take her either one of them. Oof. Oh, That's a no. very interesting um, thing to say. I I kind of like it because Rachel is oh she would make such a great host uh, for Jeopardy. But of course, Rodrigo, um, I want to go to you on this. Are you with our other co-host here that Jeopardy should find a replacement, or do you think the show should be canceled? No, you have to. The show has to go on. I know Alex. You know. I know him personally, but I would hope he would want the show to go on, especially for the crew members to still have jobs and and whatnot. But I didn't know. I don't know where this LeVar Burton thing comes came from. I don't know. I was like, okay, LeVar Burton, cool. But my choice oh, would be Ken. I don't know where that came from. I was like, he didn't LeVar start Burton. it. Somebody, right. but some person Rodrigo said it. Rodrigo shares the same opinions about Ryan Card. My well. choice would be Ken Jennings because, like, why wouldn't you have like the greatest player on Jeopardy, Jeopardy history uh, become the host now? I mean, he would fit real well on that show. And I don't know. I mean, you got to get somebody nerdy to host the show or like someone like, I don't know. It's a nerd show. I, I've always said Jeopardy was like a nerdy type show because it's like, it just, one of the things I love about the show is like testing like how much I know. And like, I realized I don't know that much shit when I watch that show. But the Aww. things I do know, the things I do know, I do celebrate the things I do know. But I was like, oh, shoot. But like, I'm like, LeVar, I'm like, I can't see a LeVar Burton or like, Rachel Maddow, no, she don't got no time. She's not even. She hardly hosting her own show these days. I don't know what's going on. Um, she's in quarantine. <laughs> um, she she got exposed to some of COVID, so she's in quarantine. Oh, right now. she's quarantined. Okay, see, see. Mm. Um, Rodrigo, why'd you say it like that? <laughs> okay, like, oh, yeah. uh, oh well, I didn't know. I, I, I didn't realize you were gonna be so bitchy tonight, know. Rodrigo. Probably, I don't know. It's probably the vodka. But I don't know. Um, so <laughs> know that's right, I'm about to make me some. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not getting blamed. I'm very excited about this turn of events. Go for it, Rodrigo. Go. I mean, I I would go for a Ken Jennings or uh, one, you know, a, maybe a past champion that you know has won so many times. I don't know, but it's gonna be hard to well, whoever they who get. Ken Jennings is whoever they get. Whoever <laughs> they get to, to replace Alistair Bag is not gonna be the same anymore. But they have to take their time and like find someone that's actually going to be good. Cause like if they rush to like find a replacement, it's not going to be the same. And you know, they have a whole bunch of, they, oh, no, they have, a, they have a whole bunch of reruns to like play before they can like. I agree. Well, they just, yeah. Well, and yeah. Alex still has a month left of episodes. Right. So his episode so ends on the, I think it's Chris, Christmas watch. is his last episode. So, like, after that, you could just play reruns for a while and just, like, bide your time and get you a new host. Yeah, there's 36 Yeah, yeah, yeah so, they can pull yeah. back classic episodes. Like, mm-hmm. everybody grandmama love that shit. Don't have Frank Valentini be in charge of picking them up. Oh, those. child, they'll show something six months ago. <laughs> it's going to be Jeopardy from last week. <laughs> We're digging into our classic game show Yeah, episodes. starting in January like they should. They should pull, like, an episode from 1991. Maybe a night episode from 1988, and just do a whole week dedicated to like that one you know era, like March 1988, 
January 1993, something like that. Oh, look at you, young and restless. Tiggs is like themed weeks for Jeopardy. <laughs> I mean, people would love it. The old people would love it. Oh, yeah, it. they would totally love it, yeah. Um, so anyway, Alan, I want to start with you on this. So let's talk about the Kelly Clarkson show. Uh, so it was reported by the Today Show that more than one staffer has been confirmed to have tested positive for COVID-19. Um, they tested positive on Friday, November 13th, uh, and following the result uh, protocol set by the state and county um, and outlined in the NBC Universal production playbook, including uh, contact tra tracing and uh, retesting were enacted. So, Alan, what do you think of staffers on the Kelly Clarkson show testing positive? Well, it's inevitable. Inevitable is going to happen, but it's sad. Lid, their procedures are. I don't know if the infection is happening on the set or somewhere else. Hopefully, it's happening somewhere else because if it's happening on the set, that means the show is liable. Though everyone's probably already signed waivers, but it's just sad. And now, D, uh, it was reported by Today and Deadline um, as well that the show last filmed on November 12th and was scheduled to be dark on that Friday. Um, and according to um, sources, uh, the Today Show learned that production actually um, has resumed. So, D, what do you think of production already resuming for the show? Uh, why not? If nobody's sick, why wouldn't you try to film as many episodes as humanly possible before somebody gets sick again? Because we're in the middle of a damn pandemic. I mean, it makes sense. If you're trying to make money, start filming as soon as possible. That's what all the shows look like they're doing. So it's par for the course. The Young and the Restless, but we'll get to that in a bit. Um, Rodrigo, what do you think of the Kelly Clarkson show um, and the staffers? I mean, the show got to go on. I mean, one or two people testing positive is not going to stop these shows these days because now these plan these shows got plan B, C, and D. So if a couple of staffers go, they'll probably shut down for a little bit and they'll just come back and just keep it moving. You got to pay people, you know? So... It is what it is. They're gonna come back. They're probably gonna film as many episodes as they can now, because that's the thing to do. Is just keep filming as much as you can, because you don't you don't even know when the next outbreak is gonna happen. Okay. Um. So that's just. I don't know. I mean, they gotta do what they gotta do, you know. So maybe they should take the, the soap format. I mean, look what's going on at GH. I mean, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look at our lives does right yeah. next across the hall from them. Tape as many episodes because I know days and GAs they're taping as Kelly many Clarkson as show can. presents its tenth anniversary special. Yeah, look at Deirdre Hall said they taped taped seven episodes in one week. I mean, let let's come on, let's keep taping until like, and then what's and Kelly she don't even have an audience. Does she even have an audience? anymore like everything is remote like no she, i think she's doing the virtual audience the virtual so like what you're not gonna you're gonna have less of a crew on the set um there's no mm -hmm. audience there 
so there's no issue. There shouldn't be an issue with her coming in and doing. She could take 10, 12 shows in one week and then be mm-hmm. good for the month, you know? So these are things you, you got you to gotta think strategically, especially in COVID. You have to think of different ways to tape. They, they, shit, tape her at home. I mean, I don't know. Like, like you got to keep it moving. I don't know what to tell you. I agree. Like, especially when it comes to, we see what, what was going on with the virtual ratio. When it comes to these cast and crews, they name ain't on the building. They not Rachel. They not Ellen. They not Drew. They can't afford to be missing paychecks like that. The holiday season's coming. A lot of them was not working for a few months. Uh-uh. Cut the bullshit. Make sure them people get paid. Well, you heard it here first, folks. That was Tig's thoughts. <laughs> uh, so anyway... Let's now move on to our final two hot topics of today's show, uh, which both revolve around CBS's The Young and the Restless. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Put yourself on mute. <laughs> uh, let's start out with um, Olivia Allen Lind, who plays the role of Faith. Um, Alan, Olivia is receiving lots of praise from fans of The Young and the Restless for her amazing performances lately concerning Faith's kind of depression storyline. So what are you thinking of Olivia's performance? I've been doing a great job. I kind of feel bad because for years I wanted Young and the Restless to replace her, just age her up because remember when she used to just be gone for a while doing other gigs like Daybreak and the Dolly Parton movies and all that. So I was like... Oh, she's busy. Why don't they just recast her ass? I'm real glad that you said that, Alan, because I was about to call you out. I'm like, weren't you the main one leading the charge, saying age her up, please source her? So she was me too. Yes, I was. Was that you? Was that you? I confess. I confess. I said the same thing too. Look, yeah, you know, I there was a time when I said wishful casting Olivia Roski. Y'all be trying to wishful cast everybody. That's your damn problem. Y'all be Wishful casting Rodrigo as Dr. Monica Quartermain. I don't know. <laughs> shoot. But, shoot, they slapped me in the face because, like, I am loving the storyline with Faith and mm-hmm. her struggles. It, it, it was a maritime before Faith got... It's a maritime before Faith got fucked up. Look at her parents are. Look at the family she grew up in. Look at the shit she's witnessed growing up. So there was a... She had to go this route. It was the only way to go. And she's there playing it, and it's a slow build. I like it's a slow build of her, like, she's meeting these friends online, and she's texting, and she's doing her little drinking, and, you know, it's, you know, it's, I like how it's being played out right now. And then when Nick and Sharon, when that shit blows up, I hope she reads them off of filth, all, the whole damn family. Oh, they um fucked her up. So what? She'll be six feet apart. So Olivia, girl, go ahead and shout she, it. Shout she's it gonna, the rooftop. And I hope she does. I cannot wait for the episode where she t- she tells that whole Ruben family to kiss her motherfucking ass. Oh. Y'all some fucked up people. I don't. <laughs> I don't want no, no parts of y'all. <laughs> Look what you turned me into. I can't wait for those scenes. And she is going to blow those scenes away. She is. Oops. And she's. Like you know, this has been building. Yeah. For so long, for the character of Faith. I mean, this has been building and building and she's building kid. through years of storytelling. Look at this. And this was almost very Bill Bell like for 
nobody, no head writer to ever reveal this to the character of Faith that she was switched. And, mm. you know, with Josh doing it, um, it's kind of brilliant for all these years later for it to happen. And, you know, but you also get into all that's happened to Faith. You get into Sharon switching those babies and her brother being ripped away from her and Dylan leaving to the witness protection program, which, you know, it was only a loss for Faith. Uh, <laughs> and then you get into the fact that her grandma is out there murdering every single recurring actor in that show's history <laughs> you get into yeah. when Sharon and Nick got married the last time and Sharon blew up the Phyllis Nick sleeping together right in front of her daughter and so you know this has been building for quite a while she's, so I think it's quite masterful she's gonna need the years of therapy that, oh yeah she is look. that holding them down mm. and look at the way she was conceived out of an affair yes. she was conceived out of an affair yes. With Nick and Sharon. But that's half the damn show, though. So. Well, I mean, that's half the show. <laughs> I mean, but, he was conceived out of an affair from Nick and Sharon. I mean, come on. Sharon, <laughs> but but Sharon, Sharon didn't know who still, her baby daddy was. Billy was almost that girl's dad. She had three baby daddy that's potentials. Right, yeah. Three. Remember at the time she had three. Billy was the one who exposed. It's so, I mean, honestly, it is so amazing how it's playing out because of Faith's past. I mean, it is so brilliant and it's quite a way to oh. landmark the show's history and i love how she um, got into adam's ass talking about you don't oh, oh, you, oh okay. i was like yes get his ass get on your mama too for being stupid get on your mama too for being stupid to go back yeah. to that man she said how could you date him <laughs> right okay then why don't she then you know what she, she needs to do if that's the case then she needs to go read Chelsea's ass too. Since she's giving people reads, messing around behind Adam okay. Newman and, and, and his lovely yeah. magic stick. He needs to go yeah. talk to Chelsea. That's what she needs to do because that's a dummy right there. You know what? She should have been the one who kidnapped Chelsea. <laughs> and I love the idea of um, Faith like turning to Phyllis of all people. And that's uh, going yes, to be his. I love that. Oh, I love that angle because I'm like, yes, Her mom's finally. worst enemy. I mean. Yes. Get Stafford uh, and Case going back and forth on each other. Like, that's the shit I want Michelle Stafford involved I with. Hope like, that, that this, type of shit. I hope the show really plays and knows its history. You know what I mean? Because there's so many historical beats for the show to explode with this story. And I'm hoping they don't forget a one. I'm hoping that they bring up, you know, that there were possibly three men who could be Faith's father. And I hope they really Ooh. just let Faith lay into Sharon for her neglectful parenting. And, uh, Maria, Maria Arena Bell, you dirty for that shit, girl. I don't know why you did that. But, okay. but you know what? Years <laughs> because later... they like to drag Sharon. Because Sharon always gets dragged through the damn mud. Drag. Sharon always the crazy one. She's always the slutty one. She's always Ooh. the one off of meds. They always drag Sharon through the mud. That's what they I do. Know, Sally Sussman had a long road ahead of her. But Sally Sussman got her back to the Sharon we all knew. Mm -hmm. um, Sally, Sally explained the, the behavior because it didn't make no damn sense how Sharon was. One minute she's stealing shit at the store, and then she going going fuck Billy, and then she gonna go fuck Jack, and she gonna fuck Nick. Well, dude, <laughs> I, I would look. 
pull my hair and call oh me my. Sharon because that's that's Casey on a Tuesday. What she, she talking burned, about? She burned, she, burned, <laughs> she burned the Newman Ranch. She fucking Victor. I will she never forget like, that oh, Friday oh. cliffhanger when they had Sharon bent over that fireplace with this foot long ass match <laughs> and those hallucinations. Why did they have to be CGI hallucinations of Nick and Victor and Adam and? They could have just had the real actors on that set. I don't get it. <laughs> mm. Oh, Maria Arena Bell put us through some shit. <laughs> anyway, um, Alan. <laughs> Alan, Alan, Alan. You're about to be messy. I can tell by the look on your damn yeah. face. Here it comes. We, we going to mess- we going to Messyville right now. <laughs> Here we go. All <laughs> aboard the messy train. Here it comes. Now I know that I'm about to get ran over expression when I see it. Thank you, Casey, for letting me know. It's <laughs> can't even say it straight. Um, well, and I can't do anything straight, but that's another podcast. So anyway, Child. oh God. <laughs> Alan, we're going to you first. Um Donnie Boaz who plays the role of Chance, uh, opened up uh, to the public and revealed that, and this is his words, a few weeks ago, I tested positive for COVID-19. Thankfully, I did not have any symptoms. In following guidelines, I quarantined at home, so you may not see me on YNR for a bit. I'm happy to say I've returned to work and we'll be back on the air very soon. Thank you for your continued support. Now, Alan, it was revealed also earlier today that Justin Gaston, who is the real-life husband to Melissa Ordway and previously played Ben on Days of Our Lives, um, is the new chance temporarily and will debut the week of the show's 12,000th episode. So, Alan, what, what do you think of Donnie testing positive and the temporary replacement? Well, I think I can speak for all of us when we said, when we think about the first soap star to test positive for COVID, it's just a room production, would be that basset hound looking man, Donnie Boas. <laughs> we all knew it would be him. And lo and behold, his ass got it. And yeah, he he probably didn't wear a mask. I just assume so because so because he's, he's mad. I mean, he probably thinks he's gonna give him COVID, like Trump said a couple months ago. Asshole. But yeah, Justin Justin gets out as a real upgrade. He's not a very good actor, but he's hot. He doesn't like 9-11 truth or tweets. He can get closer to six feet to people. He can be close to the sword way, so that should probably help. So hopefully they have chemistry. That'd be really sad if Miss Wardway doesn't have chemistry with her husband. So hopefully they do. Now, D, um, what do you think of Donnie testing positive and his temporary replacement? Oh, Lord. I'm trying to be nice. I've been trying to be nice all day. I didn't sat on my fingers, sat on my toes, sat on my legs, sat on my head. So I wouldn't say anything about this man. I already said I wasn't going to snatch him because I snatched him last week. But all I'm going to say is sometimes your chickens come home to roost. You know, you sat there and you acted like it wasn't a big deal. You were low-key acting like it wasn't real. You just walking around like there's no disease running around. 
he's lucky that he's not dealing with some of the crazy symptoms that some of the other people are dealing with. He's lucky that he has not died like other people have. And hopefully now he, if he, <laughs> if he infects my favorite drunk, Nicky Newman, we're going to be fighting. We're going to be fighting. All I'm saying is there are a couple of national treasures on that show. And you walking around all nilly-willy, you obviously don't care about your life. And if I look like you, I probably wouldn't care either. But all I'm saying is, after all of this, he better be careful. He better be safe. He better be glad he still has a job because he would have got fired messing with me. I'm just saying it real seriously. And um, as far as um, the first Ben Weston goes, you know, all I'm saying is, I'm glad that I have the bend that I have now. But what I'm saying is, I hope that he has chemistry with his wife on screen because I'm going to be the first one to admit if they don't have on-screen chemistry, if she ain't got on-screen chemistry with her husband, I am going to drag her for filth. I'm warning you up front. I'm being real honest <laughs> about it. I'm going to snatch her. I'm going to snatch her bold. I'm not playing with you. She better have chemistry with her own husband because otherwise... Because oh otherwise, they better get another Abby. That's all I'm saying. If you can't get, if you can't, if you can't get it together Hello. with the person with that own, you live with, your own husband, with oh. your own husband, no, you, <laughs> you know they're gonna have chemistry. Come uh, on, that's not always guaranteed, friend. She ain't had chemistry oh. with nobody else. Bye. Let me be quiet. Ooh. Let me put myself on mute. At least they get to kiss. I guess no, I know they probably get to kiss and stuff, right? That's not well, true. They get- she had uh, chemistry when with those stairs at the athletic club when she took a tumble. So okay, mm. if she doesn't, have, she has chemistry with inanimate objects. I stand corrected. <laughs> um, I stand corrected. I no, apologize. <laughs> I think Rodrigo. Yeah, they'll be able to kiss because you know we've seen it done with um, Brittany and Brighton and. I mean, they'll be able to kiss and stuff. We've seen it with the cast the days of our lives. <laughs> oh, yeah. The days, days. Well, days don't know COVID. Day said COVID doesn't happen in Austin. At least they kissing. Okay. Days invested their money. They took their pennies and they put it towards COVID tests because they know what we want to see. <laughs> we want to see half. We want to see half. We want to see half-naked people, and we want to see people getting it in and kissing. So, you know what? You can say what you want to about Ron's writing, and you know I think the storylines on days right now are trash, but he does give us what we want. He gives us half-naked people getting it in. So They were like, let's sell uh, Ryan Kwan's writer's room map book <laughs> to get a back COVID test and mm-hmm. some mask. <laughs> rapid testing four days, four times a week. Four times a day. I think they. I think they're doing rapid testing four times a day on that set. As far as I know. Well, okay. Well, uh, Rodrigo, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, my thoughts is, I hope Trisha Cass has no scenes with Donnie Boaz. I hope she has all her scenes are. <laughs> All her, scenes are with, yes. all her scenes are with Melissa Orway's husband, uh, because he I looks like out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope poor Trisha Cat only had no scenes with no Downey Boaz because she's only there for two episodes, I guess. And those two episodes better be with Melissa Orway's husband, because uh, he I looks. I think one. I think one is going to be with Donnie. 
yeah. to tell you the uh, truth because she mm. signed up for two. I think one is going to be with Donnie, but it looks like the 12,000th episode one would be with Will Justin. be with Justin, yes. And Justin, Ooh, I can't looks, wait. I can't Justin wait. looks like he should be Chance. He looks like Tom Beards. He has that look of who Philip Chancellor should be right now. It's not Donnie Boaz. It is this Justin Gaston. Um, I hope maybe, and I, I already heard Donnie's back on the set anyway, so he's back on the show. But I just, I hope the reaction to Justin is so, so fierce and so great. They're going to be like, mm, Donnie, mm, we're going to have to let you go. <laughs> Uh, the fans have spoken. They don't want you. Um, besides your politics, I mean, look. I've besides always those said people, hmm, hmm. I've there always was, said I've there always was said an actor. A lot of a lot of the actors on daytime is a lot of actors are Republican, but they are not as they're not as outspoken and ignorant in their views as this man has been. Um. Like my mother said, you reap what you sow. And all that bullshit. <laughs> Rodrigo bringing up his mob. All that shit talking you were doing. It's so funny to me. It's like a lot of like the all oh, the MAGA people and stuff, they're the ones that are ending up with COVID these days. Just because like God don't like ugly. And it's like it's not <laughs> And he ain't keen on cute, baby. That's what they get. That's <laughs> what love. they get. So it just tells you something about the universe and like and whatnot so hopefully this uh, will teach him a lesson that you know COVID is real despite, a, despite what you said COVID a hard head makes a soft ass baby I'm just yes. saying that's all yes. I'm saying so Donnie I hope you learn your lesson in all this I don't wish put a mask no Ill, on that face put your mask on <laughs> I don't, I don't wish up there. no ill will. I don't wish no ill will to He's the man. Dumb. I, don't, I don't wish no ill will. I'm a Christian, okay? I don't wish nothing bad on nobody. It's a good thing I'm Jewish. You better ask Eric Brayden. You better ask Eric Brayden for some free masks since he over there selling them. And yes. you better wear those things, okay? Get you okay? soap fans when they wear sell them, too. Wear two masks, wear three masks on that set. We're three masks just in general. Well, yes. You know what? No, go down to the Grey's Anatomy set and ask, you okay, can I have some PPE? Like, you know, get a full hazmat, everything. Baby, I'm going to need you to do three tests a day on that set. Like, just Period. do, like, like, this will teach you a lesson. Like, don't fuck with COVID. COVID, I fuck with nobody these days. Like, stop. Like, stop this mess. Stop the madness. But Rodrigo, you're right, you know, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. I do wish him well because, you know, of the co-stars on that set and because this is not what the show needs right now to continue into production. You know, all of you guys have to be safe and you have to wear your mask. Mm. You have to put on the sanitizer. Nice. You have to get tested when you're doing this type of job. And you have to protect your co-star. Melissa yes. has children at home, and that is who you share your scenes with. You have got to protect yourself, and you've got to protect your co-stars. 
And it don't even matter how, you know, Young and Rice is still having these actors, you know, six feet apart. Like, it's like... Six C is what they have. Like, <laughs> six look. deep apart. Six yeah. deep. Anthony Burrito like... comes in with this tape measure. He says, Donnie, you yeah. hold one in. Melissa, you hold the yeah. other. Keep going. But at the same time, y'all come in the same studio together. Y'all come in, you know, you're interacting behind the scenes, I bet. And, like, it's like, it's not cool. It's not cool. You put a lot of people's lives in danger. Because you are, you have stupid. It, you're just being stupid. Being real it's stupid. Like, it's like it's not a good look. And like Donnie, like it's get really it together. Not. Get it good. Get it together. Like it's. So we're saying this because we don't want anybody on that set to be hurt by this. No. Exactly. Too many people. Too many lives have been lost to this. Come on now, like, dude, come on. Oh. Oh, I feel like I just went through an episode of The View. Shit. <laughs> so, Tiggs, let's go to you. Do you have any final thoughts? Karma is a bitch. Her name is Kofi. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tiggs, you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wear a damn mask and stay your ass at home. No, Tiggs, I need you to do your saying from two weeks ago. Wear a mask, wash your ass, mind your business. Be (laughs) mindful of those around you. Because, yeah, he was asymptomatic, but everybody else ain't that lucky. There are five-year-olds dying from this. Well, asymptomatic, you know, is dangerous as well. Still on the danger scale. Yeah. You know, you have to be careful. Because something could come back and and it can come back and, you know... And that's what people don't realize. They're being asymptomatic, but well, ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm feel fine. Okay, well, go ahead. You're going to go to Meemaw's house for Thanksgiving next week, and then, all right, and the whole family going to blame you because Meemaw's sick. Okay. Uh, Rodrigo, any final thoughts? Um, my final thoughts is watch General Hospital, people, because you are missing out on some good soap opera these days. Everybody's complaining about you know, bold and beautiful on their mannequins and you know, the wrestlers and they're I stopped boring, watching. And they're boring <laughs> they're boring stories and days is just being plot heavy and no character driven stories. But if you want a soap that's gonna give you some twists and turns and secrets are coming out now and stakes and all types of goodness is General Hospital. Yes, there's some storylines, you know, <laughs> Franco's bring to them that need to go. But like at the end of the day, I am entertained by this show. It's the first soap I watch out of all the shows right now. It's the one I turn to the most. <laughs> Frank and Company, Frank, Chris and Dan, Dan and Chris, as Jillian would say, uh, they are doing the goddamn thing. These storylines are exploding. I'm actually feel like I'm watching a November sweeps soap opera. Um, well, kudos it, to Frank because the show looks gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It it's beautiful. One thing you can say about Frank Valentini, he know how he knows how to make a show look good. Because Under, if it uh, says uh, in that yes. script, if it says interior Quartermain Mansion, it's going to oh, be a freaking mansion. It's it ain't going to be because you no know, hotel room at the. Four seasons for Victor and Nikki. I mean, it let is me tell you something. When Alex's crazy ass had Maxie at the Honda Star, 
It looks so damn good. I didn't know it was a hundred star. Yes. Oh, that's a hundred star shit. And every oh set is God. gigantic. I mean, these sets look like they're straight from 1985. I mean, yeah, even the set the for Jackson's house. I thought, it was, I thought it was Mina's house, but the set for Jackson's house is big real. Oh, and then shout out to um Nancy Lee Gron, who's kicking yeah. ass. Oh my god, Nancy's oh, doing oh, the damn my thing. My girl is doing her. Oh, yes, she giving she giving Jackie McKinnon's wood. It's a gonna be a dog fight money. at the Emmys. Yes, um, mm-hmm. my god, it, it's so good. She, her scenes with Kelly Monaco last. Oh, that was a oh, yes, fire. Yes. Monaco even brought it. I love oh. their back and forth. When she went, I mean, when, when, oh. Yes. It's so good. The act, uh, Fanola Hughes is kicking ass. Did he just uh, say it like even Kelly Monaco? Did he just say that? <laughs> oh, she's been asleep Did he just for say like that? years now. Well, you know Kelly what? Monaco the one thing, the one thing about Kelly Monaco, I, that clip, I was like, that made me want to you can, catch up. No, out. you can That's be cons- consistently. Kelly Monaco shows up when she wants to, when she and when she's up, in a scene she with Nancy Lee, when she's in a when she's up, up. when she's within a scene with Nancy, you can't touch her. Okay, no. give her Nancy, good material, no. and she will show up. Her no. Nancy, girl, her Nancy, her Nancy are a great team. They are a great team together. Fanola Hughes as Alex and Anna kicking ass you know what? Um, and i'm okay with the whole uh, look. look i still look. don't understand why alex is no the look devil. let me let me defend this alex but it's it. okay alex has not been seen <laughs> in 25 20 plus years so yes i will give the writers reservations to write whatever the fuck they want to do in these 20 years we haven't even seen her yeah and for the, alex ain't been seen in like she hasn't been seen in so long and and a matter of fact if Alex was so popular, why they bring back Fanola Hughes as Anna Devane to replace? Alex? You know what I'm saying? So she wasn't even that good. Well, no, I think no. To, be, to begin, but with. I also think that was around the time Macanada got into that bullshit and ABC fired him, so they didn't need Alex no more. But um, look, Casey, the only way I can conceive it, like it makes sense to me, that her being that mild mannered doctor that was married to Dimitri was a cover. That's a cover. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe she thought Demetrius. But then I do want them to bring that up in the dialogue. You know what I mean? I want. Them... They should. Yeah. Yeah. They because should. I think it would make the story ten times better. You know, it's good, she... but I think she really that would make it great. Yeah, she, she, really she really was. Okay, I just wanted. To... <laughs> I, just, I, I don't remember. Her storyline was not that memorable for me. Oh my god, I'm sorry. She didn't get a degree from Trump University. She was a real doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, but watch Nancy people, Lee. Do you do yourself a favor. Watch the age because the show is on fire. It's on it fire. It is because right like, I love Drunk Alexis. Drunk Alexis is oh the best. When Sam said I will do whatever it takes to protect my children, Alexis was like, "Except leave Jason. I need a motherfucker." Yes. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of Jason, I keep forgetting Jason, how behind y'all are. I love. I'm loving. No, Steve no, D. I'm I loving... should be fully caught up tonight because I'm gonna. I'm, I'm loving Steve Burton, Steve Burton, Kelly Thebo as Jason and Britt. I loving okay. that pairing together. Especially since you didn't got rid of the nasty ass bangs. Oh, yeah. what I love about it is Britt don't take no shit from no Jason. She will give it right back to his ass. She's not scared of his ass. Mm-hmm. That shit. And that's why I, I fight with them Jason mm. fans early this morning on Twitter. I'm just like, look, they don't. Have why do you be fighting anymore. with them? 
Why you do I that? Know, I, don't <laughs> I don't even waste because my time with them. Why you do that? You blow your whistle on the playground. Because I don't even waste my time with I them. I love telling them that they favorite mm-hmm. couple ain't got chemistry no more. They got pissed off with that tweet last night. I said, he even got chemistry with Lubu, bitch, and not Sam. Oh, they Ooh. got mad at Well, here's my thing. I will say, you but know. No, they just they need, they need I no longer mind. Him and Sam never have conflict. I no longer mind how large the GH cast is because they're finally they're weaving it in and out. Yeah. yeah, they're weaving they're it in and out. It out. If yeah. they do a story, it's going to be a huge group storyline. You know, like Ned and Olivia's marital problems when they came back didn't just be Ned and Olivia scenes. They were quarter-main family scenes, which was pretty amazing. And with Mike dying, you know, that everybody except Christina, you know, those were... <laughs> I'm, even that. I'm, so. I'm even enjoying Carly, not in Sonny and Jason's world. <laughs> She's doing her own thing. She's like in the mess with Nina. She's keeping the secret of Nell. And I'm loving Cynthia Watros. I man. can't wait. Oh, Cynthia Watros is going to be a beast. Oh. Psycho Nina is coming back. I, I'm, I'm feeling it. I can't wait. I, I'm I feeling the cycle. Nina will be back. Carly gonna find out with that girl's daughter. Ooh, I can't wait for Cassie and Andy to have more scenes. Oh, they're gonna go at. Oh, I cannot I wait for them. See, see, this. Oh, I'm. So I got money on Andy Dutton. I got money on Andy Dutton. Andy Dutton just like we did in the '90s. So we got money on Andy Dutton. I can't wait. I want her to pull a gun on Carly's ass. Like this for my girl Donna, bitch. Pow pow. And Annie Dutton, know. Annie Dutton, gonna want... drag Princess Cassie straight off of that stripper pole. No, I, want, I, want, I, want no. I want Nina to take her grandson. I want her to take that baby away Fort from Christabel. <laughs> I want all that shit. Oh, um, I'm so I want her to walk right kids. up to the quarter main mansion. Where is my grandson? I'm so excited. Real old bitch oh, move. You know, I ain't never liked you no way, bitch. Move. Yes. Once Ooh. again, Tiggs is a ride up a general. Tiggs said, I'm Tiggs. And I'm all right this episode. Uh, Alan, what are your final thoughts? Sarah and Adam and Young Russell need to fuck again. They need to get back together. She needs to bounce on that evil cock. They have the most chemistry on that show. Oh, and basically, they're the only real life couple that really has chemistry. Sorry, Brighton and Brittany, they don't really have chemistry. So hmm. we need some actual love scenes on the show. So chat them all the way. They got chemistry. They got chemistry. It's just it's real life chemistry. They're toxic. Uh, most cell covers are toxic. They got chemistry. Who? They, they with, just got with normal, other regular, people? real life chemistry. They Adam have it with Sharon. other people. They I don't want no. I, I don't want no damn Adam and Sharon. That's some stupid shit. I, I, I don't, don't want Adam Sharon either. I don't care about how. <laughs> I don't, I don't want care Adam and Sharon back. Look, I never liked that they didn't play upon them under Justin Hartley. I really did. Like this could be a nice pit stop, but. Sharon, no, because Sharon's just like a dumbass because we all know Adam is going to Adam. It ain't like he gonna change to be a better person. He gonna still be Adam, and Sharon is just gonna look like an idiot. Well, no, I'm sorry. Right. What's gonna happen if she gets back with Nick? She's gonna cheat on her again. So she's well, well, I'm, I'm well, God damn it. Well, look, she's gonna be an idiot for him. They are the legacy super couple. Damn it. 
Nick and Sharon are, are the they are the end game. As I've always said, Nick and Sharon are the end game. They I are know, the but new, Nick and Sharon they are the new they are the new generation. Victor and Nikki have always said that they are new generations. Victor and they, they are. And it's like nobody like, wants to see him and Phyllis being yeah. fifty years old playing PlayStation Five and making googly eyes at each other and worrying about thirty year old ass something. Don't nobody care about that. But I would say, I sound like my mean ass auntie. All of y'all sound like her. I cannot. God. Well, Aunt Rodrigo. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I the drama is in Shadow. The drama right now is not in Chick. You know, the drama. The drama in Chick comes from being divorced parents to faith that's where the drama is right now the romantic couple drama is in chatham and you know sometimes that but at the same time flow of nikki and victor you know but at so. the same time casey nick and sharon are pushing 50 we've been dealing with this bullshit since 1994 Eric get Hayes them together keep them together. y'all <laughs> look everybody sharon you- Chase is fucking josh ramora sharon case goes with the motherfucking flow Eric Braden and Melody Thomas Scott told me to tell you they've been dealing with this shit since 1984. <laughs> <And it's, laughs> exactly. But when my Ashley gonna... Abbott said, I bought it, your baby, Victor. I bought it. Oh. They're going to keep doing, they're going to keep playing that Nick Sharon angst to the end of time. And I, I mean, I'm all for that. Lord, so. Look, it was bad. Look, look, look. look, Nikki and Victor are my favorite couple in soap history, as you all know. But I was having some thoughts when he and Ashley were having those scenes on Dina's death episode. I'm gonna need you to oh, shut up because we are not going. We are not going. And I don't want them. That's no. the thing. Okay. No, that's not what uh, I was meaning. I don't sorry, want them to go back there because you Victor know, like is 138 years old. So I don't want them to go back there because they're too old for that. However, I'm just saying doing for that. the history. It kind of made my soap heart skip a beat. I was like, oh. I, did, I did like Victor. And I do, you know, I do like Victor. And well, yeah, Ashley thought, was. Yeah. Victor was the love of Ashley's life, and they, they you know, they do. They going to be Nikki and Victor as it should be, but <laughs> they need to just inject some drama because besides the black folks in faith, I don't give a damn about what's going on because it's wash, rinse, repeat. I don't care. The only reason I care about Adam and Sharon because I want faith to go off. But other than that, it's, I don't care. All of this is boring. Kyle and Summer are fucking hot. But they're boring. They're getting mad at each other over fucking text messages. Like okay, it's 2011. I'm going to need you to shut up. I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to no, need you no. to shut up. Didi, I really am going to need you I to want shut them up. Together. No, I'm telling you. I just want them to have a better storyline. I hate to tell you this. Skyle fans are actually enjoying this shit. If you aren't a Skyle fan, sorry for you. We had to suffer through boring ass cola. I'm just saying. Oh, Lord. And and like I said on Twitter, like, we could be doing whatever they can get, but I want more. You know what? And that's we already we already know that we're getting more. I'm saying we already know we're getting more. We knew this was coming, so we're sitting here enjoying this. We're having our kicks watching the Cola fans, thinking, "Oh, my ship is coming back. Your ship sunk, baby. If you didn't get the summer collar, where it's at." But because we're enjoying this, I'm enjoying this. My wish is since we all know Theo about to get killed off, I hope Lola did it so she can get her ass thrown in jail. Wait, you think Lola would be the one to do it? I mean, really? Because they said they're going to have a full-on murder mystery. Yes. 
Cause Lowell's fucking boring. I, I don't know. <sighs> bring me a bag. They say it's the one you least expect. Maybe it's the boring ass sanctimonious cook. Maybe maybe mm. it's faith. There you go. Hey, I, oh Jesus. Theo has so much potential. <laughs> he was just an ill-conceived character. So now we got maybe it's Dina's ghost. Mon Theo finally gets see, this is what I hate about soaps. Theo finally gets interesting, especially with Sally on this show. Like, exactly. They have a pass together, and they yep. go chill his ass off. They do this all and the they both schemers, time. and they're both very yeah. Maria Rena Bell type. They do it all the time. The potential of Theo and Sally just mm-hmm. running amok in Genoa City, just making people's because lives miserable. Uh, it's just, and then they could both. I hate cross when they do that. I, I hate uh, when they do that. Theo could know, have been the Abbott's answer to. A- Theo could have been the Abbott's answer to Adam since they ain't gonna never bring chemo back. I wanted um, Theo to fuck the Abbott's up because they all did him really shady when Dina died. I love Tracy, but Tracy, your punk ass too. Y'all treat him like a redheaded stepchild. And I wanted hey, to fuck them up. You leave my Tracy I, alone. <laughs> oh, you leave, I love Tracy, but you no, leave us redheads alone. alone. Y'all need to leave us redheads alone because we're gonna fuck y'all up. Uh, y'all Tracy always gotta talk alone. mess about us. Look, I tell you what. If if it's a really good murder mystery, then okay, I'll be there. But if it's piss poor, then I'm gonna be like, well, why'd you kill Theo off? It's gonna be a ladder, probably. But Josh is okay with murder mysteries because he likes to do the dark, you know, six months of doom and gloom murder type thing. So, but sometimes it falls flat like that. Bit one that was based off. They did a book thing on y'all wanted to live and it kind of sucked. Well, did he write the Deimos one? Wasn't that he and yes. Dina? Yeah, and I didn't he, see any need for Deimos to be killed. Well, no, wait. The Deimos murdered them. That was Dina Higley and Ron finished it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's why right, I made so much Nicole sense. Because ran, Nicole ran off and became Mr. Circle again or something like that with Rob Derringer and yeah. Jennifer Landon. I was like, oh, hey, Gwen, how you doing? Um, but anyway, so Alan, where can they find you on Twitter? You find me starting to post my best and worst list soon at Alan Rappa. Gonna be reading bitches and giving out compl- a few compliments. Do it after we do ours. <laughs> no, it comes first. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm selfish. Um, D Summers Romalotti Abbott, where can they find you? Uh, I didn't get my final thoughts. Thank you very much, Casey. For someone so young, you have old timers. All I'm Ooh. gonna say, look, look I'm Dina. Is... I'm Dina. Look, find me the teardrop necklace, D. Find me. The you know what? If you Dina, then you looking for some oh, dick right now. That's what you're doing. You. But. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, uh, you gonna go into the light, you came out singing in my ear like this. You know, I don't like that stuff. <laughs> so, all I'm saying is, love yourself and watch General Hospital. Love yourself and shit style because Lord knows they got the only oh non, God. they got the best chemistry on Young and the Restless for people that are not fucking each other in real life. I'm just saying. 
and love yourself and be a Michelle and love yourself and be a Michelle Morgan fan. That's what I'm saying. So, oh honey, all of us. You can find Look, me. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people that are listening to this show. Nobody's talking to you. So oh, you can find geez. me. <laughs> you can find me tracking hoes at TMZDD. Thank you very much. I feel like you were Tamara Bronze Carly and I'm Sam and we just met in the elevator. I know, baby. I'm Sarah Joy Browns Carly and I don't take shit from anybody. Okay? Okay. So Tamara Browns Carly makes is too Rodrigo nice. Jennifer Bransford's Carly. So Rodrigo You did not call him Carly. You called him Carly. Beat his ass. Beat his ass. Ooh. Beat his ass. No, Casey. Uh-uh. First of all, no. Beat his ass. I'm going to need you to we open your eyes a little bit We more. don't acknowledge that Carly. We don't acknowledge her, okay? We don't acknowledge that Carly, okay? Okay. Ooh, I don't acknowledge anyone Ooh. after Tamara Braun, but he Ooh. really went there. <laughs> Lord. Ooh. Oh, come Dang. on. Why'd you gotta do LW oh, no. like that? Dang. Oh, this is a messy podcast. <laughs> Y'all, I'm not... You can find me talking shit, being petty, being messy. Yes. yes. At Rodrigo's World 81. And like Dee said, love yourself, watch General Hospital. Just watch it. If you want a real soap opera, right these days, it's watch GH. Okay, thank you. Even if you've never tuned in before, just pick it up. Just pick it up. You get right into it. Watch a week. Mm. Um, and then Tiggs Delaney, where can they find you on Twitter? How you doing? But yes, you can find me at the best 11985. And like my co-host said, please watch General Hospital. Look, I'm back watching for the first time in two and a half years, and it really is good. Yeah, and Tiggs, I'm the same with you. I took a very long break from that show, but I tell you, they came back ready. Let me tell you something. Oh, they sucked me right in, I tell you. Um, you can find me at KCS Hutch, and you can find our show at the chat underscore podcast. And uh, like Alan, you know, our best and worst is getting closer and closer and closer, and it's going to be a fun one. So anyway, thank you, everybody, for listening, and have a wonderful night. Keep watching General Hospital. Bye. Don't be like that. Bye. Don't, Don't be, be like that. Wear a mask. Wear your mask, people, please. Wear a mask. Please. Please. Wash your hands, mind your business. Oh my God. Call y'all mamas. <laughs>